Chloe, what's, what's going on? What's poppin'? What's poppin', boo? <laughs> Avery, I know the people can't see, but you see what shirt I'm wearing? She's wearing a Chicago dog shirt. We are all about the dogs, baby. We support our people, okay? I, I <laughs> went to the merch store when we went to that Chicago dogs game way back when, and I bought a shirt. So Not only did she buy a shirt, she was like, hey, can I borrow some scissors? And the girl's like, I don't think we have scissors. And another girl comes up behind, and she's like, there's the scissors. Or you said there's the scissors. Yeah, I reached and over. I was like, actually, they're right there. They're right there. Borrow these? And she was like, uh, sure. Like, <laughs> I just, don't know if she didn't want to or she didn't know. Well, like, okay, well, think about it. If you're in that situation, you're just going to let a random fan take a pair of scissors? Probably not. <laughs> but I just grabbed them, and I was like, I'll be right back. Click, click, so she, click. Yeah, she literally cuts it like it's a, like a sewing table. Like, she full-blown yeah. just does alterations right there. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. So let's go. Well, hey, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning back in. I'm super excited. It's starting to feel a little bit like fall this week. Girl, got a yes little bit colder. I was tired of that 80 degree weather last week. I got to actually wear a sweater today. So that was fun. <laughs> and then we'll be tired of it in like three weeks, but I'm going to catch the people yep. up real quick. Now, last sure. week, which was episode, what was that? 13? 13? 13. Lucky number 13. We talked about a couple games in NFL week two and then all the injuries to Bosa, Garoppolo, basically the 49ers injuries and how they're all gone. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that was, that was really what happened last week in NFL week two. It was a hot mess. And Not obviously if you haven't different. listened to that episode, dude, go back, go check that Listen. out. That was fun. Listen. And what's happening in the sports world right now? We have a little bit of a, a downer to obviously start oh a little uh, current events segment here. Gail Sayers, man, RIP, oh, yeah. the NFL Hall of Famer and Bears legend, died at 77 years old. He was nicknamed the Kansas Comet because of his lightning speed, which we all love to see on those little highlights. He scored six touchdowns in one game. Okay, like solo. Six by himself. And he was just always thought of playing football with, like, grace, being ahead of his time. But here's the deal. He only played six seasons and then had a career-ending injury, which ended up cutting his potential short. So the legend that he was, sad to see him go at such a young age, I feel like. That's what I I was going to say. I'm like, 77, he didn't quite make it. That seems like he could have got another 10 years in it, but you know how athletes are and who knows what goes on. Yeah, well, and the whole NFL community obviously paid their tributes, um, you know, on those various right. shows, Good Morning America, everything, and then the Bears community as well. So he was definitely remembered well for his time here oh. on this green earth. Now let's move on. All the leagues had to express their public thoughts regarding the grand jury public decision to not charge the officers responsible for the killing of Breonna Taylor this last week okay um you had people in the wnba who they actually the entire league dedicated their entire season to taylor lebron james came out megan rapinoe came out colin kaepernick all came out and we know those are obviously very three outspoken top athletes as well so we knew something was going to come out and they were just extremely disappointed and hurt obviously by that so it was sad we also had some other sad situations with the uh, nfl games that happened this past (laughs) sunday avery Oh my god. Super sad Falcons. What is going on in the ATL, brother? Bruh. It's it's hilarious, I think. I'm not I sad. You. That's just like, are you kidding me at this point? Literally like, fire the crap out of everybody in your coaching staff. This one percent. Something's going wrong. Y'all need to figure that out. Oh yeah. Eagles and Bengals game. It was God, that was a back and forth. Now that was a really, really good game. 
I loved watching that, but it ended in a freaking tie. And I'll tell you what, this is going to be a topic coming soon. I can feel it brewing. I don't, I don't like ties in a professional sports game. This is not European soccer. This nope. is American football. We need nope. winners. We need losers. We don't have ties. <laughs> I'm telling you the way that the NHL does that when, when they have shootouts and everything, like, I don't know what the equivalent would be for football, but at the same time, like you could go that entire extra quarter and be neck and neck and neck and neck and neck and neck and go back and forth and flip flop. And you still end up in a tie. Like what was the purpose yeah. of that? I you know, know, you have to put yeah. something in place for yeah. a team to be a for sure winner in that situation. So something needs to happen with that as yeah. well. I mean, speaking of something that doesn't have ties <laughs> is baseball. So mm. the regular season of baseball is officially over. We've got postseason baseball coming Woo! up here. Yes, I know. <laughs> so psyched up. It was so weird, like, looking at the lineup today at work when there was no games on. I was like, oh, I feel uncomfortable. Because there was 15 that happened on the last day of the regular season. <laughs> I know, I know. I had to rewatch everything on MLB TV. I was so right? psyched. But this season really went, like, a lot like we expected. We talked about one of our first episodes. It, it was weird. It felt strange. It was really rushed. It's like, how can this already be over? This feels like we just went through spring training, and that was <laughs> literally about it. Am I right? Doesn't that feel? No, you're right. It was the sprint to 60, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. We blinked our eyes, and here we are, postseason. Yeah, so for the, for the most part, our predictions have been correct. We both love the Padres yep. for different yet similar reasons. We love our Padres for the mm-hmm. 2020 season, and they were stronger than most people would have imagined. It was really it's, – it's going to be a really interesting postseason, no doubt. Slam Diego, they are going to keep coming out. My gosh. How have we not gotten the shirts yet? <laughs> we <laughs> so have to. That's on list. But I think we really need to talk about the Cinderella story of this whole 2020 season. It's the come from behind, unexpected, this incredibly beautiful surprise that nobody saw coming, but I, I swear in my soul, I had it. I felt it. <laughs> so it's a surprise to baseball fans, but really all sports fans, if you know anything about odds. We would have never seen this coming. The beautiful and crazy season that is the Miami Marlins. My goodness. <laughs> it's like, what? I see. Okay, guys, if you could see Sass right now, she's like shaking her head and smiling. Like, how in the world? Yeah. I know, I, right? I'm, I'm perplexed at that one. Like, I just, perplexed, I'm amazed. Great word. We are really developing in our skills with our words. Yes, we are getting word choice, words. people, word choice. Word choice is everything. But as you know, um, but not everyone out there knows, last season I worked for Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. So that houses the Cardinals and the Marlins for spring training. And it also houses two minor league affiliates during the minor league regular season. So during a Marlins spring training game when I was there, we were probably about half full. I mean, it could be that they weren't doing well but it also could be that Miami is only an hour and a half away so why why are people going to drive an hour and a half for a spring training game when they can wait for live baseball you know what I mean yeah yeah Mm -hmm. then for every Cardinals game I felt like it was completely sold out uh it was obvious (laughs) the fans came to see and to be honest in the 2019 I saw a lot of glimmers of hope with these big league guys but the minor league system for the Miami Marlins is is absolutely incredible. I had the pleasure of working with those Jupiter Hammerheads, which is the affiliate affiliate of the Miami Marlins. But the morale, the, the drive to win was very, very much alive in this minor league system. Um, Jeter had already been brutalized at this point for his lack of production through this new newly organized system because he took over, you know, basically yeah. <laughs> everything, mm-hmm. uh, CEO or something like that. And then he's a partial owner. 
some big title yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i said he's been he was brutalized people were like this is shit like let's fire him let's get rid of him people people so much expect that when there's a change in ownership and management like we already know like he's gonna be attacked like whoever takes over a team is gonna be attacked right away yeah and whatever it may be you you're not gonna see that change right away and the marlins they didn't all of a sudden blow everybody out of the water like especially that first season and they didn't win at all. People were pissed. But as someone that was able to really observe this system in depth, and I got to be around you know, literally Jeter and upper-level management in spring training and then how the minor league system kind of went, Jeter, he built he built it up. I just, I just knew people needed to be patient. It was brewing. Jeter is not an idiot, obviously. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a Hall of Fame guy. So right. he, knows he knew exactly doing. what he was doing. I mean, to start – the full rebrand of the organization. He changed the logo, changed the coloring. And it was very apparent on like merchandise, apparel, all that stuff around the stadium. It was oh, it was so beautiful to see because it's, it's this bright blue color. You know how we talked about before, like who has dope uniforms and they will right. be like that color is everything. Well, and then they have the shocking trades. They got rid of Yelich. They got rid of Stanton. This ruled five draft guys came in. He was making changes right away. Yeah. But on to this season. I mean, this season, oh my God, everything has been stacked against, I mean, basically every team anyways, not, not just the Marlins, but before the season even started, the Marlins were already fighting the odds when it was suggested that they barely had a 2% chance of making the playoffs. Okay. 2%. Two. 2%. Two. <laughs> not 22. Like there's not a hundred teams. So think about it. That percentage is tiny. 2%. A shortened season. I mean, the Marlins take some time to warm up naturally as a team and an organization. So not having that little extra buffer of time really hit them really hard. Um, and that was difficult right at the beginning. But then, boom, we all know pretty much right at the beginning within the first, what, week or two? Yeah. They, they had the coronavirus outbreak. Yep. They were the ones that started it. Yeah. They started the whole damn thing. Thanks a <laughs> lot, Marlins. Maybe it gave them like superpowers or something. Yeah, who knows? Corona powers. <laughs> that would be crazy. But it's just like well, getting bit by a spider, I guess. Who knows? I mean, even some friends of mine had it. The coaching staff, they all tested positive. They shut the team down for essentially two weeks, not fully shut down, but they were shut down for almost two weeks, which was another hit to that squad. Now, during that time, they had to get back to play. So they didn't have full two weeks off. So they had to scramble. They really pulled up a bunch of guys from the alternative site that we're having MLB debuts and these are the top rookies, whatever they just signed practically. <laughs> and you're expecting them to come into this big league atmosphere when these guys weren't really supposed to have a debut yet. You know what I mean? Like they right. Pulling them up before they were ready necessarily. Oh yeah. They were forced to be called up. Well, I and mean, you were talking about earlier in uh, one of our earlier episodes. I don't remember what number it was, but you were talking about how many MLB debuts were happening. Yes. And they had a yes. bunch of them. It felt to me like they signed a lot of arms, a lot of unknown guys were like literally 30 something year old men that were in our view past their prime or everybody's past their prime view. They called up arms like Sixto Sanchez. He's a top prospect. Jordan Holloway, another top prospect. My good buddy Braxton Garrett. These are all guys that spent time high A in Jupiter last year that I was surprised to see in the bigs. Not that it's a bad thing. It's an awesome thing. Right. And they needed that, but surprising you know 
Right. Well, to have that said, pressure like, to have to perform, oh that's God, a lot I on know, him. right away. And you don't, your family doesn't get to be there. It's not the same atmosphere. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of a weird year to debut. It is. Um, like I said, though, those free agent signings, they signed James, James Hoyt, a pitcher coming over from Cleveland and a personal Avery J favorite. I just love watching <laughs> James Hoyt throw. Like his story is unreal, but I love watching him throw. Then second base and then Logan Forsythe, Brian Moran from Toronto, uh, Richard Blyer over from Baltimore. So, you know what? Jokes on all of them. <laughs> those rookies. <laughs> The free agents, they didn't play together. They don't know shit about each other. They're not used to their playing style. They rallied. They pulled the team through that terrible outbreak, and then they actually excelled. They <laughs> held on to the power of that the remainder of the season, the losses that we they had to – I had to go back and look at them because I'm like, this seems like a lot of losses. But they were very competitive losses. These are one, two-run, you know, games. Kind of how I talked about last week with the, with the Red Sox and the Yankees in that – 2003 2004 arena when it was like one runs one run was the difference in a lot of these right they were just a bunch of fighters at that point yeah Yeah. exactly so now the marlins they're clinching their first playoff berth since 2003 (laughs) (laughs) i'm so hyped right now which uh as a cbs as cbs put it so well that means ceo and partial owner of course Derek jeter five-time world series champion is heading back to the playoffs again. I mean, wow. Like, I'd love to see this continue. Mm-hmm. I want to see a really strong postseason play. I can't say I see them in the World Series, but, oh, my God, I would love to see them go that I would freak out. Would well, freak they're out. contenders right now. It's anybody at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't started games yet. Um, Obviously, we're recording on Monday, so. Yeah. I haven't started games yet, so we'll it's see. We're October is literally – right there it is upon us and Avery I know we're loving how close we are to October baseball it's been something that we didn't have to wait super long for this year in our season that sprint to 60 but what are you looking forward to most with the postseason would it be the Marlins I mean I mean besides the Marlins oh this is tough I I mean I have to say I think you're going to be right there with me the Padres like I, I want to yeah. see what the hell they can do right. they're exciting to watch and hopefully <sighs> they keep that momentum in the playoffs so and in the promo like we put out today I tagged Tatis too and I was like please did you really I didn't see that yeah, I was like you can listen it's fine Fernando I'll see Fair you tomorrow <laughs> yeah no I love that I, I mean obviously you know I live for a good Sox Cubs rivalry oh, yeah. that just happened this past weekend and both of those teams we will be seeing in the postseason right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the final home series before the shift to the postseason mode. And this is yeah. actually for the first time since 2008 for the South side. So we've got between I know. the Marlins, the Padres, it's been, I think, what did they say? Like, it's been a, a long time yeah. since they've seen a playoff berth as well. White Sox. I mean, you've just got a lot of teams who were surprising a lot of people this season. So that's right. great to see. Again, not sure if it was from the shortened season or if these guys were just coming out and it's their year. Who knows? asterisk on the 2020 season but oh yeah I mean I totally wish I could have seen that crosstown series in person every year clearly want to do that makes me sad but guess who did get to go what mom and dad mama sass and papa bear they were technically there you guys my mom is so cute the Sox had a second round of those cutouts that fans could purchase (gasps) 
And no, they, they did not. Yeah, and they put him up for, for the last series. So if you ever got a glimpse of Section 105 and right field this weekend, you probably saw their cutout. So shout that out to them. That is so cute. Yeah, With the fun. donation and everything, they slid right in. Oh, that is awesome. Exactly. I didn't know that. That's so cute. And speaking of fans getting to witness live action, yeah. after what looked like a couple successful attempts of NFL fans in the stands at games oh, so yeah. far, the MLB, a.k.a. Manfred the Moron, <laughs> Announced that fans will be permitted in the 2020 postseason, but in a rather interesting way. Ooh. Right. T, T, T. Here we go. Here we go. There were a lot of MLB bubble rumors, obviously, Mm -hmm. that surfaced this summer when talking about postseason play, and rightfully so, because Mm -hmm. since both the NHL and NBA slash WNBA were successfully playing off neutral sites for games, yeah. They should have been talking about it. And I know MLB had to throw things together a little bit quicker than everybody else. Obviously they kind of waited to see what would happen and then kind of figured out what they wanted to do as a league. But Mm -hmm. MLB had multiple teams suspend games and even entire series this season due to team members contracting coronavirus and how rapidly it spread. So, and obviously we just talked about that with the Marlins with St. Louis. Like I think the Royals at one point had a couple cases, like there, it was across the board there. An MLB bubble can't just magically appear. I know we've kind of touched on that a little bit. Every right. time we've talked about coronavirus mm-hmm. with the MLB so far. I feel like we've talked about it so many episodes <laughs> now, but it, it's <laughs> effective. Okay. Clearly. It definitely would have taken a lot of planning and readjusting when the season was already kind of cut in half and started right. way later than a normal April opening day. So, so let's lay this postseason plan out for you, okay? Yes. ALDS will be played at both Petco Park in San Diego and mm-hmm. Dodger Stadium in L.A. The ALCS will then be played in Petco Park in mid-October, okay? Correct. The NLDS will be played at Globe Life Field in Arlington and Minute Unreal. Maid- yeah, exactly. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And Minute Maid Park in Houston, so yes. Texas down there. The NLCS will continue actually in Globe Life Field as well as World Series, which right, they're going right. to play there. So, again, all Texas for NLDS and then California for ALDS. Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense in that new stadium – in right. Arlington, I've just yeah, might as well use it. Things. Yeah, it's a, it's, you know, like bust it in a little bit, work it out. Let's go for sure. For sure. Notable changes, though, obviously, sure. with the National League, they're going to still utilize that DH. The extra mm-hmm. inning man on second rule, though, will not be in effect for postseason games. Hallelujah. We're going to yeah. have to earn those runs. I, oh my God, I couldn't love that anymore. Yeah, thank Jesus for that. So, yeah. But there will also be no days off for teams until the World Series. So we're going to literally be playing back to back to back to back, get those series done, and get to the World Series, (laughs) obviously. Pitching staffs prepare for an even longer sprint to the finish right now. Yep. Most interesting difference this year, though, will be that the National League is playing in Texas versus the AL playing in California. I know we just said that was cool. However, Texas is a state that's currently allowing fans to attend live sporting events, Okay. Uh-huh. The Cowboys, they had about 20, 21,000 people at their home games. Right. So, and you've got college that's happening as well, mm-hmm. college football. And there are uh, certain, obviously, states and stadiums mm-hmm. are allowing people to come in and students to come in and stuff. So, in California, does not. So, yeah. the plan per Manfred is to count on fan attendance at the NLDS, NLCS, and World Series. Yeah. And again, that's just yep. a plan for right now. We don't know what's going to happen <laughs> the next couple of weeks. But even Chicago's mayor, Lori Lightfoot, had Mm -hmm. a live um, telecast again today Mm -hmm. and explained that Chicago's actually going into phase five now. So they're (laughs) 
five were opening bars a little bit later. We haven't had a significant spike in cases recently. So Mm -hmm. it's looking like there is a small, small, teeny pinhole size light at the end of the tunnel there. (laughs) We're trying to get there. So (laughs) tiny little pinhole. As far as, yeah, as far as that's going, we're excited Um, to possibly have fans. That's great Mm -hmm. to see, obviously on our TV. Um, I don't know what those tickets are going to go for price point wise. I'm sure it's going to be a pretty penny. A house. I just know I'm not going to be there. So postseason tickets are going to be as expensive as a middle-class home. (laughs) Oh, I bet. I bet. Period. And here's the deal though, is how is that fair? You know what I mean? I don't know if it's back to kindergarten basics of like, you have a chocolate cookie and I have a celery stick. Like you need to share what you have. To make yeah. I don't know, but it's absolutely a difference to an athlete playing a game with no fans versus fans mm-hmm. in the stands. I'm sorry. Yes. It's, and to have half of playoffs happen with fans after there hasn't been fans the entire season and the other half is not playing, but if they get to the world series, then they're automatically playing with fans. Like right. it's just a lot of weird back and forth and, I don't know. Just ask the Cowboys about their week one and week two outcomes, right? (laughs) No fans and then fans when they were home. So, and they won, obviously, though. We were on side pick. But how do we consider the AL and NL to be on the same playing field when fans are allowed at one game but not the other? Okay. Correct. What's the point of a neutral site or an MLB bubble at all for postseason when you're letting outside fans come in? Right. Here's again, we're going to note Trevor Bauer and all of his infamy on Twitter. He's ranting because MLB families can't even be there. They're not allowed to be in the bubble. They're not allowed to be in that hotel with them. But yet you're going to let Tom, Dick, and Harry come Mm -hmm. into the stadium, share space, common spaces with other people, masks or not. It's Mm -hmm. still, it just, you're, you're you're confusing in that logic, I think. So it should have been an all or nothing. They should have been able to, to mandate that across the board. I would be upset if I was a player and my family couldn't come, but I'm going to have random strangers come watch me play in the stadium as well. Like, I don't see the difference in that. And I just think that's stupid. I mean, I agree. I agree. It is stupid. I don't like it. I think the fact that there, this hasn't been figured out yet is, is a big problem. So if California doesn't allow people and Texas does, I don't care if Texas, if Texas thinks that they should allow people in. No, we're going to, it has to be the same across the board because this is going to change play. It does. I mean, we've seen how no fans in the stand has changed normal play for us. Just watch it. Like it is a different ball game this year and this is just a weird year and it's really, we can't compare it to anything, but no, if California does not allow this, Texas does don't care. Manfred man up like your name says and no fans period. Keep it clean. Keep it on an even playing field. That's it. Yeah. I'm not sure if this was a decision made about potential extra revenue or what, but this needed to be a controlled experiment. We needed to have Mm -hmm. a control population Right. We shouldn't be adding any extra variables halfway through it. I'm sorry. It's just a bad science experiment yeah. waiting to happen. And again, you might not see the repercussions of that, obviously, mm-hmm. because the season's going to be over at that point. But mm-hmm. if there's another spike, like, again, we're talking about health and safety. We're trying to get through the season. We did a hell of a job, I think, so far. I don't know. I know there's been a couple bumps in the road, obviously, mm-hmm. but after a couple of those situations where you had to suspend game series, entire series. Yeah for weekends and, and yes. weeks for teams even yeah. why wouldn't you think like let's just get through the season and then we'll be back and better than ever for next season and we'll yeah. see what happens you know what I mean, I mean? like ver- work on that plan right at, at the very least I mean I think you and I are definitely on the same page with this at the very least 
if you're going to have fans at any point, make it for the World Series only. Right. That way it's a neutral, yeah, like for both. It's neutral. It's in Texas. They allow people, but you can't go through this postseason leading up to that with so many teams in this postseason run. Right. You you can't allow half. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, Manfred obviously can do whatever the hell he wants, but I don't agree with it at all. Yeah. And again, maybe it's not just solely him, but he does have the ultimate decision. So we're right. just telling you to sack up again. And what's new on his podcast telling Manfred to sack up. So for two girls telling a guy to sack up. I love it. Whatever. You want to know what? Let's talk about a dude and give him the props for his birthday who okay. has a huge sack. So let's do that. <laughs> okay. I guess that means it's time. It's time for the. The Big League Birthday Shout-Out! Ooh, yeah! Let's go! Here we go. What we got, Sass? Here we go with the BLBS, that Big League Birthday Shout-Out, Avery. Yes, ma'am. Happy birthday to Mr. Mark McGuire. Legendary. To the Big Mac. Big Mac Daddy. We are talking about that 1989 World Series champ with the A's. Mm Mm-hmm. He was on first base, clearly. And then in 2011, another champ when he was coaching the cards. Beautiful. So two-time World Series champ. Good Ding for you, dong. buddy. He also had 583 home runs, which is right now 11th. 11th overall. Yeah. Like what? But at the time when he got that, mm-hmm. it was fifth overall. Yeah. So yep. at the time, you can obviously see – the difference, the power that's coming back out. And again, we mm-hmm. don't have that whole steroids era happening right now. So Touché. I'm just saying like, that's a lot of power naturally mm-hmm. as far as we know. Yeah. <laughs> he was the 10th overall pick in the 84 draft by the A's and the same year won mm-hmm. silver with the national team at the Olympics in Japan. Isn't Side note, I am so excited to get baseball back in the Olympics. The world knows. Okay. Here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal, Mark McGuire. The world knows that you were on the juice, okay? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, at the time yeah. he was playing, who wasn't, right? Right. It's who wasn't? Whole, so yeah. just give the man the Hall of Fame induction he deserves mm-hmm. already. Move on. Yep. Okay. I mean, we like, had the discussion before that uh, steroids don't – and with Eric, actually, one of our former guests, like we talked about steroids doesn't help you see the baseball. Steroids helps you recover, helps you have more power, of course. But making contact with that ball – Sorry, steroids doesn't help you. That's all you, buddy. Yeah, that's all you. So you get that bread, honey. You get that Hall of Fame induction. We we endorse it. We support it. We're for it. We're for it. We're on the same page. Sass and I are typically on the same page. Who would have thought? Well, guys, hey, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Another week with your BFFs, Avery J and K Sass. That's right, You decide that a 30-minute podcast with us isn't enough and you want to know what's going on in our life, please, we invite you into it. Follow Mm -hmm. us on social media. Couple of Catches on Twitter at Couple of Catches. Follow Mm -hmm. our Instas individually at Avery J Nichols and at Caitlin underscore Sass. That's right. And we'll see you there. We will. We will. We have no problem with that, honey. We've been posting some really dope promos, by the way, and I'd like to just say, give us some yes. props here because we are both doing this entire podcast like by ourselves, learning everything mm-hmm. as we go. So, like graphic yeah. design, we have zero, zero experience. Zero. Um, I'm using like Adobe Creative Suite products to edit, and it's just like I don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> at the time. So, like, please, if you want to reach out and you want to give a couple tips, 
you know, help us out oh, a little yeah. bit, you can also leave that on our anchor.fm site. You know, it's free. You don't need an account. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. Yeah. Hit the little <laughs> plus button. Leave us a snippet of your voice. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, baby. That's beautiful. Well, hey, Sass, now it's time for us. We got pretty soon here. It's going to be game time. We got game time to get to. I got to get some food in my belly and I need yes. to hydrate because I have not drank any water today. So here's a reminder. Drink some water. Drink some water and put on your sunscreen, people. That's stay all you thirsty. need to do when you got a beautiful day. Yeah. Stay thirsty and stay <laughs> hydrated in your skin and your body. So. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Thank you again so much. See ya later, alligator. See you, babies. Bye. 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 Bye.